Good morning. It is Thursday, July the 27th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Beginning today, as is our custom with consecration. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is called, Ask Me About My Band. Our text is Romans 15, verses 14 through 22. Hear now the word of the Lord. I myself am convinced, my brothers and sisters, that you yourselves are full of goodness, filled with knowledge, and competent to instruct one another. Yet I have written you quite boldly on some points to remind you of them again, because of the grace God gave me to be a minister of Christ Jesus to the Gentiles. He gave me the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel of God so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. Therefore, I glory in Christ Jesus in my service to God. I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me in leading the Gentiles to obey God by what I have said and done, by the power of signs and wonders through the power of the Spirit of God. So, from Jerusalem all the way around to Elycrium, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ. It has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ was not known, so that I would be building on someone else's foundation. Rather, as it is written, those who were not told about him will see, and those who have not heard will understand. This is why I have often been hindered from coming to you. That's the word of the Lord. Now consider this. Some years back, Nick from the farm team at Seedbed Headquarters made my dream t-shirt. Nick is the designer and creator of all things bright and beautiful that come out of our seed house. It's a gray t-shirt with simple black lettering on the front. It says, ask me about my band. I love it so because it creates two opportunities for me when I wear it, and someone does indeed ask. I can tell them about my country band, J.D. and the Dukes. Or I can tell them about my seedbed band. 
and if time permits, I can tell them about both. And in the telling, you're already seeing how I'm beginning to get them caught up into the fishing net of Jesus. Well, you asked me about my band, so here goes. We tied the first knot on April the 8th, 2016. Yep, that's 4816 for the numerical mystics among us. At that point, I was halfway into what would be the worst and most tragic decade of my life so far. Two men, about a decade younger than I, approached me with the idea of starting a band. We would invent it as we went. You know the drill. Build the bridge as we walked across it. We would anchor it in the great tradition of John Wesley and the Moravians before him. And yet we would innovate on the tradition for 21st century application. We knew it was an idea whose time had come again. And we all knew we desperately needed a deeper form of relationship than the well-meaning but superficial community we had found in our churches. It turns out that our friend Kevin Watson, also known as the Master Yoda of banding, had been digging a deep scholarly well into the community structures pioneered by John Wesley for the past decade. Seedbed published his popular book on the class meeting and subsequently on the band meeting. Kevin was the one who famously said the church is addicted to curriculum and it is not adding up to transformational living, i.e., the emperor has no clothes. We knew he was right and that our own lives were evidence of the deficit. So on April the 8th, 2016, Mark and Omar and I started band number one in the model of banding we set out to pioneer. I had mentored Omar and Mark about a decade prior through their seminary years when I served there as dean of the chapel. Little did we know in that first meeting the kind of friendship we were about to forge together. Going on eight years later, we have met together almost every Friday morning at 8 a.m. for our band meeting. And we will never be the same. We live in different states, so we meet on a call, connecting in person annually or more as we're able. Here's how the meeting unfolds. After a few minutes of small talk banter, someone will call the band meeting to order with these words. Wake up, sleepers, and rise from the dead. And the other two will respond, and Christ will shine on you. Next, one of us, usually me because I have rememberized it, will pray the banding prayer. It's right out of Ephesians 3. Father, we pray that out of your glorious riches, you would strengthen us with power through your Spirit, in our inner being. We pray that we would be rooted and established in love so that we may have power to grasp with all the saints how high and how wide 
and how deep and how long is the love of Christ and that we would know this love that surpasses knowledge so that we may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Next, someone volunteers to go first, and we take turns responding to the five banding questions, rolling through all of them one together. Question one, how is it with my soul? Question two, what are my struggles and successes? Question three, how might God be speaking to me through the scriptures and the Spirit? Question four, is there any sin I wish to confess to the band? And question five, is there anything I wish to keep secret from the band? I'll be honest, it took us a while to get to questions four and five. We had to build deeper trust. But my goodness, what depths of love have been unlocked from adding them later. After one band member finishes responding to all the questions, uninterrupted, I might add, the others may speak a word of encouragement and affirmation, and then one of us will lead in prayer for the one who shared. Then the next volunteer goes. Once all have shared, we conclude the meeting with the rest of the banding prayer from Ephesians 3. Now, to him who is able to do abundantly above and beyond all we can ask or even imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus, now and throughout all generations. Amen. And we're done. It takes an hour and change. We have walked through green pastures and sat by still waters, and yet also through the valley of the shadow of death, disease, divorce, and enormous discouragements and disappointments. Not only has Jesus preserved our lives through the band, he has transformed us and taught us what real love is, how to receive it and give it. Here we are, going on eight years later, and thousands more bands have joined us. I would love it if you would, too. You can learn more at the link in today's email, and I'd love to hear your banding story if you're already doing this, and you can share that at the other link in the email today. And I promise I'll save the J.D. and the Duke's band story for another day. Hey, thanks for asking me about my band. The Prayer Abba Father, thank you for the gift of each other. You have hidden our inheritance in the saints. Would you give us the courage to begin searching for this treasure and a few other souls? Would you lead us to another two or three people with whom we can become more deeply known and hence more deeply loved? We confess so often that to be well-known is not to be known at all. 
I want to be known well, and I want to know a few others well. I want to do the work of real soul transformation. Actually, I know only you can do that work. I want to learn to show up where that work happens, where I can be transformed instead of endlessly trying to fix myself. Come Holy Spirit, lead me into this kind of fellowship for my good, for others' gain, for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. In the question, are you ready to launch a band? Are you willing to be made willing? Will you bring this before the Lord as a matter of prayer? What if this is the most significant act of service and mission you could offer your local church? To tie a knot in the net of this community. And for our hymn today, we're going to sing a great chorus from the 1960s. Most of you will know it as Sweet, Sweet Spirit. Hymn number 361 in our seedbed hymnal, Our Great Redeemer's Praise. By the way, not selling here, just sowing. We've got our whole new shipment of hymnals in, but they're also just flying out of the seed house. So put your order in and grab one. Nothing I love more than knowing that you and I are holding the same book in our hands, singing together every morning. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place, and I know that it's the spirit of the Lord. Okay, I'm going to start over because I'm going to call the number again. This is number three. 161. Okay, <laughs> if you've got your hymnal, the worst thing I can do is not tell you the page number. Number 361, three, Sweet, Sweet Spirit. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place, and I know that it's the Spirit of the Lord. There are sweet expressions on each face, and I know they feel the presence of the Lord. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay right here with us filling us with your love. And for these blessings, we lift our hearts in praise. Without a doubt, we'll know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place. Let's sing it one more time. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place, and I know that it's the spirit of the Lord. There are sweet expressions on each face. And I know they feel the presence of the Lord. 
sweet Holy Spirit, sweet heavenly dove, stay right here with us, filling us with your love. And for these blessings, we lift our hearts in praise. Without a doubt, we'll know that we have been revived when we shall leave this place. Amen. I haven't sang that song in a while. Well, that was a joy to get to sing with you. Where is this place, though? We're not together in the same room. Well, yes, we are. We are together in the throne room of God. There is no distance between us in the throne room. We're seated in heavenly places, and we're standing on the earth. That's the the mystery of the gospel. So it's good to celebrate that, singing together every morning. And uh, thank you again for asking about my band. Guys, I just, I'm not going to preach another sermon here about that. I, I can't, I've been collecting banding stories, and I'm just going to start telling those stories here. I'm looking for a way to share them. i got hundreds. I'd love to have yours. They're changing our lives. They're changing our churches. They're changing our world. This is how Jesus saves the world. One band at a time. How about that? Okay, gang. We got to hit the field. We got to sow for a great awakening today. Today, I will sow for a great awakening. I will sow the extravagance of the gospel everywhere I go and into everyone I meet. That's what we're about. You get your seeds, I got mine. I'll see you on the field. Get those journals, too. If you haven't ordered your Axe journal, man, now's the time. The supplies are getting down low. Uh, We've still got a few hundred left, but please order one, and um, we'll get, get it shipped out. We're shipping now. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.